This is a headgum podcast. Hey, Stan, you know, growing up, cereal used to be the best, right? It was like, so, and and right now in the quarantine, it's like you're craving those childhood snacks. Totally. I'm missing that. And I'm missing just having something I can just crunch on without turning into a total freaking huge monster. Well, especially because like a lot of the fun cereals we used to eat were just sugar, like sugar bombs. Oh, just total garbage, total, all sugar, all empty calories, uh, doing tons of damage. And it's like right now I just want, I miss that. And I miss being able to like crunch on that stuff. But dude, we have it now. We have it now uh, because of Magic Spoon. Now, Magic Spoon, you may have heard of. If you haven't heard of it, you're missing out because it is an awesome, awesome cereal that has zero sugar and 12 grams of protein and only like three net grams of carbohydrates in each serving. Like 12 grams. I mean, there's protein uh, and that's just in the yeah. cereal. That's without the, the the milk, whatever milk you're using. That's just in the cereal itself. It has 12 grams of protein and only three net grams of uh, carbs. Yeah. And no sugar. Cool, cool people behind this Magic Spoon company. They, they sent us uh, a variety pack. Yes. And it literally was like my prayers were answered. They've got four <laughs> flavors in the variety pack. You got cocoa, you got fruity, you got frost, and you got blueberry. Yeah. Everybody's got their favorites. They're all good. I'm going cocoa. The- I, 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 yeah, yeah. Same. I bang and out I like the cocoa blueberry course. blueberry a lot too. Yeah, yeah. So it it tastes amazing, and it's that thing where I'm just like, oh, you know, outside of breakfast or kind of the normal way you consume cereal, be watching a little TV, watching a movie. I want to crunch something that's not nuts. I'm like, oh man, I'm just having some magic spoon. Listen, Ooh, you know, I'm still solved. In, I'm still within my intermittent fasting, so I'm not going to eat it first thing in the morning. But when I when I am, when it is the middle of the day and I am craving a little something, just yeah. being able to sit down with a bowl of cereal, you know? Oh, dude. Is with that awesome. crunch? Yeah. Me? And here's the deal, guys. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, yes. soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Yeah. It's awesome. And, and, and above all of that mathy stuff, which I think is great, it yeah. tastes awesome. Yeah. It does taste good. Yeah. It's too good to be true. Yeah. So uh, go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab a variety pack and try it today. And make sure that you use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to get free shipping. Um, Yeah. That's a magicspoon.com slash dumbbells. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed by a 100% happiness guarantee. What's a happiness guarantee? Well, so if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. That's what happiness is. That's what it is, baby. That's magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells for free shipping. Yeah. Uh, you guys, try it. I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are on it. I really dig it. Eugene digs it. My kid I love likes it. Yeah. It. yeah. yeah. Um, we're, we're ready to order more. I mean, we went yeah. through those boxes hella quick. <laughs> yeah. So thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring the podcast. Yes. This is the Dumbbells, the personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. So please keep in mind we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nope, just a couple of dumbbells love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And the health can start right now, baby. Now. Now, Right now, live on YouTube. Let's um, unfreeze our guest for this episode. Nope. 
We haven't done it yet, but he did. We're not year. doctors. We're, we're just a couple of guys who love bro science. Yes. Sorry. It. Am I delayed at all? Nope. And action. <laughs> and delayed. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm at Gabrus on all social media. Thanks for having me. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What a glitch. You jumped at the end. Um, what's up, Gabrus? Oh, not much, fam. Uh, Let's good do to- it. Let's do it. We're here on um, on 421. I mean, your big day was yesterday, but today we're doing a totally, uh, I don't know how opposite it is to that. Yeah, it's a certain gear shift. It's an exit off the highway. I was imbibing THC and CBD all day yesterday, and now I'm doing that, but also talking about fitness. Yeah. There's a lot of weed uh, in the fitness community now, and people, you know, because it's, it's, there's the health component of you know that's argued and then also but would you say Gabrus that it, it it more overlaps with weightlifting than it does with like crossfit and that kind of thing or are there are there like yeah. extreme athletes doing weed i'm sure there's some extreme i'm sure that i think it overlaps the most with like outdoorsy uh activity people like climbers and uh, mountain bikers and shit like that oh really yeah. they're they're weed they're they're I've, the most that's the biggest venn diagram overlap i've seen anecdotally granted i'm hanging out with very few mountain sports people but <laughs> a lot of a, a lot of like the surfers skiers snowboarders uh hikers those people I, a lot of those people i know are uh, campers they're all weedies uh, I see it a lot with like strongman and like bodybuilding because you could just get stoned and get a pump. It's kind of easy. Yeah, I've seen that too. I've seen that too. But yeah, that, I do, all that, all what you're saying does make sense. Yeah, I can see on all of those with, like, yeah, outdoor sports. Definitely. Anybody who's like doing bouldering, I get it. Just kind of yeah. like. <laughs> Dude, if you walk past a, a rock climbing gym in California, I mean, that's a big overlap. Californians and rock climbing gym. Yeah. But there's like weed smoke coming out of Priuses and shit, like <laughs> Subaru Outbacks and shit. And yeah. then like, like just dudes, just like long, lanky fucking kombucha Jesus <laughs> with like stick and poke tattoos, climbing high as fuck. A lot shit. of uh, a lot of sandals with brands you haven't heard of. You're like I don't even know what those. <laughs> <sandals> are. <laughs> You're like I, I can't tell if that's one piece of leather or forty pieces of leather. Like what the fuck are you wearing? They're all I Jesus sandals. Yeah, I want to mock them, but they might be cultural, so I, I'm a, I'm like hesitant. Sure, sure, you sure. know, like that kind of not wear. their not their culture, but yeah, cultural certainly not somebody. their culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you might. My grandmother was a Jibwa. You're like yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nepalese, but, you look very Nepalese. You don't see a lot of uh, cannabis with CrossFit, I think, because CrossFit is like for dorks, and yeah. I and I like it, and I and I was a fan of it for a long time, and I, I I'll still use a lot of their practices, but it is a little bit for like uh, straight straight thinking people so that because they like the math the numbers the this the that not a lot of stoners are like uh i'm trying to tweak out an extra point two reps on my amrap like we're sure. all just like whatever <laughs> i mean it'll happen it'll happen after the fact like after they work out but it's yeah. never a pre-workout of well know. no it's if i had to do my impression of what i think a crossfitter that smokes weed is like it's like on sundays after i do my long slow distance i eat whatever I want, six pints of ice cream and I smoke a fat blunt, but then it's back to fucking 80, you know, it's back to 60, right. 40, 40, whatever. The yeah. shit. It's all done in a collared shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I wear head to toe rogue fitness and then I spark a blunt. <laughs> <laughs> I wear uh, 
tights with socks and shorts and sneakers, and then a long sleeve Under Armour with a tank top over it, and then two different headbands, sunglasses, noise canceling ear pods. Grab a blunt. I fucking love fitness. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys worn tights under shorts yet? I, I have. I have, I have not on a since run. New York. Yeah. Yeah. Not since New York. No, that was a big New York thing because I used to ride my bike to the gym, and okay. in like December, it was brutal. And I didn't want to be, I didn't like lifting and working out in sweatpants. Yeah. Right. And my, and my tights, I mean, now there's like a movement for dudes to wear tights with no shorts over them. I see like, there's like Nike, Nike has some styles that are like, they're Capri tights that you wear in no shorts. I'm like, bro, you're not going to catch me with my fucking little smushed up dingling upside down (laughs) in a pair of fucking black tights trying to do lat pull downs. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I've ever worn them to the gym, like to a, like a gym. I think I've only worn them on runs so that it stopped chafing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, hold your balls in place. Uh, no, nope. yeah, because I've seen like guys do it. I've seen guys do it uh, a lot under shorts. I haven't. Se- I have seen a few that just go the full tights, but it seems like, and I feel like I even see the where the tights are attached to the shorts. Oh, They're really? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> like a, a, like a dicky for like uh, dorky fitness people. You know, I have a few. Th- I have a few like that. They're just like built. It's built in underwear, more or less. But right. it's so, full tight, right? Not not to the ankle, but like to the quad. It is like a like a uh, bicycle short built in underwear, and then I have some that are like jockey built in underwear. But those are like more running shorts. But I like them for the same reason Huge does because first of all, if I wear my normal shout out Mac Weldon uh, cotton underwear, hey, the gym, hey, they're not they're not our sponsor yet. I know. I'm saying let's put it. I out I mean, there. actually, they are. They are. We're doing some ads yeah. coming up. Yeah, they're in the pipeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mac Weldon. So just remember, Mac Weldon promo code Mighty. Um, no, 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 if I wear cotton underwear to go running or in the gym, when I take it off, it's like a shredded, it's like a <laughs> shredded iceberg lettuce. It's like wet, green, and like all stringy. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Put it on a Subway sandwich with some oil mayo. Vinegar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's way. Um, you, so let's, so you just major development here. You, you've, you've gone full buzz on the head. You had a mohawk yeah. last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now yeah, it's just, you, sh- you took it all the way down. What is that? A number one, two? This is a number two. This is a number two. I went with it. I just went with it because, uh, it's great. Yeah. It just reminded me of my off, youth. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. I said to Eugene, it makes you look like you're like 25 again. And he goes, yeah, I think it's because you met me when I had a shaved head and was 25. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> fair <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> and like this. I thought, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You wish you had traps back then, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. That's what my waist looked like. <laughs> yeah, this is a personification of my belt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you look. It, it makes you look younger. It does. You got a good round head on you. Mm. Uh, you got good ear silhouette. I'm also uh, glad I'm, I'm like not having too bad of a receding ish. So. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. You don't have the parking spaces aren't too big there. Yeah. 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 It feels good. 
yeah, you're you're benefiting from your light widow's peak. I've seen uh, some people that really exacerbates what uh, the parking's <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. They're like, my hair goes to here. And then st- goes like from here like this. Yeah. <laughs> they have like uh, Dennis Hopper and Mario Brothers hair. <laughs> Do you remember seeing um, uh, early uh, Dracula stuff with his widow's peak and trying to like unpack that? <laughs> it's like what? I was like, what is that? Like, what is that point? Yeah. And, uh, I, I was like, why is that a thing for a vamp? Because it was between him and Eddie Munster. Eddie the Munster, times I've yes. ever seen it that yeah. bad. So I was always like, oh, it must be like a thing for monsters. I guess. Yeah, it's like we got fangs. We've got uh, eating uh, people or blood. I was going to say eating blood. They more drink it. I guess you could yeah. eat blood if it if it's hard Think enough. Plate-lit heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, plate yeah, heavy. Gonna- yeah. <laughs> if you let it simmer down into like a nice thick sauce. Yeah, if you do yeah. a, you blood, a blood reduction. Yeah, you just... Yeah. Yeah. Cook it down like it's port wine. Pour yeah. it over a duck and go fuck it in. Or you just get like a nice, you put a, a, a bowl, a nice metal bowl in the freezer for a long time and you there just you whip go. the shit Oh, out. yeah. You make a blood meringue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's definitely Stiff some. peaks upside down. It's not going <laughs> Stiff peaks of, um, of blood meringue. Stiff peaks uh, and then widow's peaks. Yeah. And you're, uh, you're you got business for And we're pie. done with the episode. <laughs> Weird. That Dumbbells YouTube we did is huge <laughs> in the small pockets of vampire Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking blowing up in Transylvania. Crazy. Bro, tr- so many Transylvanian listeners. <laughs> huge, huge following over there. Uh, uh, Gabrus, what have you been doing? You just clip your beard down or you just letting the hair go? I've been, uh, just, uh, doing a light, uh, getting rid of some of the, the flyaways, but I've been letting it go. I got some, uh, I got some beard oil. I've got nothing going for me, but a lot of these podcasts these days, cause we're all zooming are like, let's just put the video out too. And I'm like, Oh, for fuck's sake. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to look gross. It's the, I'm already at default level gross. It's Even funny. Quarantine fucking yeah. gross. But it gives us, it, I guess it just gives us like accountability <laughs> a yeah. little bit more. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, I, I did almost do this episode in the shirt I wore yesterday but then I was like, wait, I was on live streams yesterday. Anyone who's in this weird, any other like person who's locked in or can't do anything about changing the YouTube channel they're watching yeah. might see me two days in a row. Yeah, you'd have some fucking video live broadcast, Sherlock Holmes getting to the bottom of the air yeah. in yeah. some clothes and fucking just- <laughs> exposing your ass. I was going to random tweet in like a month. At Gabrus, did you wear the same shirt two days in a row, bro? <laughs> Question mark. I'll be like, I don't even know what this is in reference to. Did you uh, Did you Block. work out yesterday, even with like the whole uh, days of of? Oh yes. So let's bring everybody up to speed. So yesterday was a stoner 420. Christmas, four twenty, big yeah. day for Gabrus. Uh, correct, known, correct. Known pot enthusiast and yes. professional. Yes. Uh, so you had you had a very busy media day doing live shows. I did. Where you couple- talk about weed, you smoke weed, you do everything. <laughs> Yeah, I did a three, uh, 420 Eastern to 420 Pacific live stream. Uh, oh, whoa. With, I didn't realize uh, it was Eastern to Pacific time. Yeah, it was three hours. Uh, and, you know, there's a reason live streams and podcasts are usually around an hour and a half. <laughs> but <laughs> I had fun. I don't mind getting twisted and yelling at my computer screen. Um, but, no, uh, in interest of full disclosure, I wanted to work out yesterday before the all the live stream shit started. So I felt – because that's – my yeah. method of exercise, I use cannabis as my carrot. It's like, 
uh, as soon as you're done getting a workout in and getting some work done or getting a reading done or this chore or whatever, then you can blaze and fuck around and watch movies. And stuff. Oh, okay. So you do, you do, I, I wasn't sure if you did it only post workout or, or pre, if you do a little bit pre-workout or anything or like, sometimes, know. sometimes I'll do pre-workout and that's in like, that's when the carrot isn't working at all. If I'm like, all right, go on a, a, um, a couple of mile walk and bring it and you're allowed to bring a joint with you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, then I, yeah. that's like, that's when I'm at my, when it's like, all right, well go smoke weed and go fuck around in the ocean at least, or go, you know, like do something <laughs> that's like remote I, and I'll do passive exercise while, or like if I'm at a hotel or some shit, that's like, I'll eat edibles. And I watched all of uh, Road Warrior on a fucking uh, stationary bike. <laughs> High as fuck. I'm like, this movie's only 88 minutes. I could do it. <laughs> like yeah. just rode casually the whole time yeah. with like the two pound dumbbells when you're on the, the oh, yeah. spin bike. I'm doing like uh, the shoulder circuit Stanger taught me. Know it well. My fucking arms. Know it well. Yeah. Walk away. Keep riding your bike. <laughs> almost done. And I'll spare your life. Uh, Lord <laughs> Humongous. Uh, shout out to Lord Humongous from Road Warrior. <laughs> That's my fucking body goals, dude. I'm going yeah. for it. Um, I, uh, so my quarantine, like I've been working out around one or two every day and then smoking weed at two or three, depending on what time that workout was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that's because I want to work out first thing in the morning. Cause then I can, I like getting like the, my homework done early or, uh, you know, get my, you know, having, the, having the whole weekend free, but I have no fucking motivation combination with like depression of current situation pi, uh, doubled with, I really didn't realize how much I rely on the gym to inspire me to work out. Like I like the go going to the gym is something I've been doing since I was like 14 years old. I didn't realize how much I like to go switch into workout mode and then leave. Like it's crazy to me. And I'm like to find motivation to do goblet squats and put like all my least favorite shit is like body weight or cardio to find motivation to do that has been very hard. So the first like two out, two or three hours of every day is like, yeah, I sort of supposed to be doing this. Okay. Tiff, let me help with, I'll do the dishes. What do you want to do for fuck? Okay. I just, I'm getting hungry. I want to smoke weed. I got to go for a run. I got to work out. And like, it's just like, it feels so embarrassing. I'm just like, ugh, fine. I'll do it. But How embarrassing, dude. <laughs> when I get it done, it, I'm like, oh, fuck. I remember this. Feeling. Why does it feel embarrassing? Because <laughs> I'm embarrassed that I'm like, I love exercising. And I, and I just can't even like, you're That's like, it. I yeah. know how important it is for both my physical and mental health. Right. And I'm still not like enough of a, like, I don't have enough control over my own uh, body, self-control, willpower, whatever you want, call it, to go, like, you're more get em- up and run, motherfucker. Right. You're more embarrassed of the idea that since it's something that you love so much that you're not motivated to, like, start the day with it. and like, When I have almost nothing right. to do. And sure. it's like, if you told me, like, all right, two months, no acting work, no meetings, everything's from home, I'd be like, bro. I'll be fucking writing, reading, exercising. Instead, I'm just sitting here in a fucking mere panic for like, you know, <laughs> yeah. eight hours a day. Just like buzzing with stress and weirdness. And like, I'm like going to bed like, man, I'm fucking exhausted. And I did yeah. nothing today. <laughs> well, it's uh, just so hard to like not look at your phone and not do that. Also, you know, and there is, I finally have given my myself a little bit of like the excuse or that it was okay. Because 
when we first started this podcast, we lived in a different house and I had a garage that was just my like palace like to work out, but it was hard to motivate with it being right there. I think I was just so used to being competitive either with myself or just having other people around to work out that like would, you know, and coaching, you and know, coaching. Like, like coaching and like, yeah, the, I think being in a gym is like walking onto a, like a field too. It just like inspire. You're like, I'm here yes. to fucking lift. It's like, if you, if you had, if I could choose the location to try to go for my one RM deadlift, I would never choose like eight feet away from your living room. <laughs> it's like, you would, you would like, I want to drive to a fucking house of like a palace of fucking power or whatever. Yeah. Instead, you're like, all right, time to really go for it in my driveway. It like doesn't feel the same. <laughs> yeah. But even a, a place called the palace of power doesn't sound great either. I don't know no. why it doesn't. It does the to me, palace? Dude, I don't know. All, it's all fucking loincloth guys on the fucking, it's all, all incline bench only. <laughs> like a kingdom, a kingdom of kilos or some shit. Oh, I guess Hell that sounds yeah. like drugs, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's like a new Netflix series. Yeah. <laughs> kingdom of kilos. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, there's 48 episodes? <laughs> like something I would like, but I'll never watch it. Right. Uh, oh, dude. So many times I'm browsing streaming and I'm like, Ooh, this looks like it would be a cool movie. Turn it on. It's like six seasons, 150 episodes. You're like, what? I almost wanted to watch it if it was 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I'm never going to turn this on. Yeah. <laughs> There's a chance with things dare. like that though, that I just, I just jump into like season three random episode, <laughs> see if it can lock me in. Right. And if That's it can, then I go to. back. Yeah. <laughs> That's a That's smart the huge test. Yeah. You gotta grab like, me mid season. Let's, let's see if they're into it. You know, three <laughs> seasons. <in. laughs> Yeah, you can kind of tell. You're like, oh, these guys are phoning this in. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking double down on these boys. <laughs> uh, Gabrus, I, I, I'm in the same boat as you, man. I, I really enjoy exercise. Important part of my life. I don't dread it. Uh, but since I've been stuck at home doing this, it's just been like, oh, fuck. And like the day will tick away and like, and I'll be like, shit, I got to fit this in before it's like fucking dinner time now. Oh, and yeah. I don't know where I'm just like trying to help my kid more. And he's even like, get the fuck out of here. Just go <laughs> lift or something. I, I don't, I don't miss like I'll get it in there, but it's just been like, like oh man, the dread factor is uh, at an yeah. all time high for big Stang. I gotta, I gotta right. fit one in today. And then after this, and uh, Trish, right before I walked in here, also was like, oh, were you going to cut the grass today? I was like, that too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then you, and then you're humiliated. I'm overwhelmed. Like, yeah. yeah. Like a month ago, you were working like uh, five 12-hour days in a row, exercising, and then being a dad, like yes. on the hours around that. Today, you have to mow the lawn, do a podcast, and exercise, and it seems untenable. Impossible, yeah. Right? Uh, unreal. Like I, I, my to-do list has like, move a folder into Dropbox. And I, talking, I can't even fucking get like the most basic movement going on. The fact life. that you wrote it down is pretty, like the fact that you showed That's us good. a slip of paper that had something <laughs> yeah, on it right, is pretty right. good. You're beating That's me, really man. Uh, delete uh, photos Stanger sends you. Yeah, that's the one I'm most of them. <laughs> Delete all those uh, after photos Stanger keeps sending. <laughs> I'll keep them coming, though, man. Um, on our live chat of uh, YouTube Live, since we are live on YouTube, uh, uh, somebody YouTube. did mention, uh, Casey did mention that they love the bandana look that you're rocking, Gabriel. So. Oh, shit, yeah. This yeah. uh, holdover from uh, my youth is a uh, fear and wearing red and blue bandanas. I will Ooh, say. Yeah. 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 And that's all just from watching gangbanging in a little rock and then having like 
one bully when I was 12 bring up the Crips when I wore like all red to school or something. And I was like, oh, never happening again. Never happening again. There is a well, meme there I some, saw. There's a meme there I saw this week um, of this, this young guy wearing a red bandana and he was at a grocery store and they had a picture of himself. And then behind him was a very old lady in a blue bandana, like a white lady. <laughs> and he was like, there looks like there's going to be some trouble in the produce. <laughs> and it's just like, the fact that those jokes are happening is crazy. Well, there would be some bullshit story of like a, like a geriatric people that, you know, took a wrong turn and they were dressed sure. in blue yeah. and got smoked. It's like, ah, probably not. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think anybody's facing a potential murder charge just for a, just to flex on <laughs> some 90 year old in a jogging suit. You know? Maybe, but that, that shit would come out and just like, don't you be very fucking careful. If you go to Disneyland, and you're wearing all red and a crypt sees you, you're fucking dead, dude. Dude, you know full well the crypts are standing outside in Magic Mountain ready to fucking gun you down. <laughs> and also, if a pigeon eats a mento, it'll explode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, will, I will say I have it around my neck currently because I've brought the dog out for a walk a few times without yeah. And then we end up being like a block away from the house just because he's like dragging us. And all of a sudden I'm like next to like an old man in a wheelchair with a mask on. And all of a sudden I feel awful. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm supposed to just be in front. And I'm like panic. So now I just have it around my neck throughout the day in case I end yeah. up going out. It's also yep. good if you want to carjack or something. Sure. Too, you know? oh, yeah. Or rob a train. Oh, and it's great for Zoom bombing. I'll bomb into a Zoom of like a kid's <laughs> classroom like this and then be like, titties, and then jump out. <laughs> Just activate them all, get titties. them all whacked. <laughs> yeah. Get all the kids worked up. Boobs you know? and butts and stuff. <laughs> we all love boobs and butts, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Butts also, have poop on them. It's also very stressful because uh, one of my, I did a Zoom with some college roommates and one of my buddies wore a mask like for the beginning of it to try to pretend to be a different roommate and uh it's unsettling to be in a zoom like this yeah not see the person's mouth moving because it's like adds one more layer of confusion <laughs> as to who where your eyes are supposed to go and shit it's so it also like looks unsettling. like one of those it looks like one of those weird beheading videos too <laughs> all right <laughs> but that like, also could, also in a way i look way. like that's like the the SWAT operator who has to go into the fucking favelas. Yeah. This way people are just gonna listen to the podcast because you don't it doesn't matter who's talking at this point. This is starting to look like a weird conservative talk show. <laughs> <laughs> well it was. <laughs> That's how I yes and right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, uh, yes. you look like you look like someone who would be in the police academy blue oyster scene. <laughs> <laughs> with the shirt hat and stash it's yeah. classic damn dude yeah well, you you look like you look like um uh what's his name from um from newsies when he was in newsies christian bale christian bale <laughs> yeah. young bale young bale the young, young bale, bale boy dude. baby get out of my life imagine walking around da, da, da. i wish we had audio from him on as a kid in newsies blowing up in a grip that would be such a funny <laughs> 40 years later guys still doing it <laughs> oh man when he fucking jumps out that window in the fighter it's so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
I never saw that. Was that good? Yes. Yeah. It's great. That was, that was really good. Really? He won, yeah. He won the Oscar for it. I, you know, I, know, I don't know if, but if know. uh, yeah, it, it works. It, the movie works, you know, Wahlberg never quite nails Mickey Ward's physique. He's too built like in Mickey Ward, just like a skinny guy. But uh, but it all works, you know. They, yeah. they, they it's good. It's good. It's 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 cool how much the movie works. What was the Jake Gyllenhaal one that came out like a week later and was absolute abysmal? Southpaw. Southpaw. Yeah. 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 I went and saw that too, and I was like, oh man, the fighter is retroactively even better. It was like a year later or something. Like what, that. And like uh, Fuqua did Southpaw, right? So yeah, and written by fucking Kurt Sutter. So I thought it was going to be like <laughs> something. And Kurt, I should have known at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that the Sutter doesn't anarchy. do anything bad. <laughs> so what was it? A wash? Was a top bar? Yeah, it was I, like. A, I need to rewatch it. It's a little melodramatic, for sure. Or a lot melodramatic, I guess. You no, know, uh, a lot of fucking shit happens, uh, and it's also uh, Hall like in dumb face, maybe. Yeah, you know? he's like Gyllenhaal's <laughs> like trying to play a, um, a meathead boxer guy, and I think Miles Teller in whatever his uh, I like that that drop. Talk about over dramatic boxing movies, but that one I really liked, and I don't like. I'm more apt to like Hall than uh, Miles Teller. Teller ten, ten, nine out of ten times. But I thought Teller was fucking great. And he's great. Live and through that this, pain through this, something bleed, like that. Bleed through this or something, something like, like that. Something like that. Yeah. That one's kind of fun. And that's an interesting true story, too. Yes. When you see the footage of the real guy, this guy gets is <laughs> like a right on right on the precipice of like his title fight or wins the title or something. He gets in a car accident and breaks his neck never to be able to box again and uh he fucking just comes back and like trains and like there's actual footage of the real guy like hitting the weights with like a halo on over his head and neck you know yeah the sequence in the movie is he's doing bench press with like the thing fucking screwed into his head it looks fucking insane and you're like i any movie where a guy makes a fucking uh, or a person a, a protagonist makes a big fucking training sequence and if it happens to start in a fucking halo <laughs> on the bench, I was like, hell yeah. yeah. Bleed for this. Bleed for this, yeah. Bleed for based, this. Based on Vinny Pazian, Pazienza's life, a real yeah. fighter. And he's, yeah, and he's a good character. Like, he's a larger-than-life kind of character and a lot of swag and charisma, so it's a fun, it's a fun story. Yeah. Uh, so this has been Stanger and Gabrus's boxing movie. <laughs> uh, any other any other questions? We I can love talk that, about boxing. <laughs> I mean, sports movies. I've been trying to. I mean, I didn't get to watch the new um, Jordan uh, ESPN doc yet. I heard it's awesome. I kind of want to. I need to like sit down. Like, there's no way yeah. I'm going to get Nancy and Stone to watch that. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. I kind of want to wait till there's like three or four episodes out, and then just burn through them while Tips asleep or something. Yeah. Same. Uh, let's let's uh, break down some sports movies. Let's huge. Uh, give me your top three. You don't have to pick them. Your favorites. Your you know, it was one, a two, crazy three, one that I still think about. Why um, sports wise is um, Foxcatcher. Good one. Oh yeah, solid movie. I think. How, have you guys watched the documentary on that? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. How's that? It's crazy. I feel like I saw that first. Possibly. Yes, I think yeah. I did too. Yeah. Was um, it a thirty for thirty? It it was a, I think it's oh, just a straight ahead documentary. I think it was okay. just a doc, yeah. And then yeah, that movie with um, fucking what's his name, Mark Ruffalo is so 
fucking good in that dude's movie. A, dude's a good actor. <laughs> Ruffy. For sure. And and yeah. the way that he carries himself like a wrestler, he Yes, looks, like the like it's the insane. The like light the, his, light step, the hunch, the uh, kind of he walks with the what's it called? The sweep? Not the sweep, uh the takedown move. What's that called? The lunge or whatever. He yeah. kind of walks with that lunge that you have to walk in wrestling practice. It's kind yeah. of fun. It's amazing. Uh that's that's, that's a good one. That's one of them up there for me. What's another one that's up there for me? I mean, um, um, I don't mean to put you on the spot, Gabriel. No, that's anyone okay. come to anyone yeah. come to mind? Well, I'm gonna throw out one of mine and Stang's favorite, uh, the program. Uh, yeah. That like that's oh, just like yes. the quintessential. There, there hasn't been a football drama. Like I mean, like yes, there's uh, that. Like any given Sunday isn't even as much about the football as like. There's been a football drama that's been that much about the football, I guess. What other uh, what other movie? Friday Night Lights, kind of. Uh, yeah, maybe. But even that movie was that Willie Beeman. Is that that one? No, no that's, that's any, any given, given Sunday. Sunday. Steaman Willie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Steaman Willie Beeman. Friday Night Lights is the one that it's based on the Texas high school. True yeah. story. Oh right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Booby Miles and all that. And they made it a series that everybody oh, was nuts for. When that, but in the movie, when they give Booby the news in the car, that shit is one of the fucking heaviest scenes in the yeah, movie. Yeah, what ever. am I supposed to do now? Yeah, uh, oh. yeah, it's great. Uh, the book is really good too. The book that it's based. Oh, uh, the book um, is awesome. Yeah, you talk about the program, the book for the program, <laughs> the book for the pro. To be You're, fair, like, the program is just uh, uh, I got it. it at a, uh, a football game he went to. He keeps calling it's a script for the program. It's like, no, it's a program for a game. <laughs> no, it's the same as the movie, the name of the movie. That's Shot it as a flip <laughs> Them laying down in Everybody's the street is still my names. I remember that. You remember the, that from the trailer, but oh, not from yeah. the theatrical cut. They is it that not in the out. cut? Why? The no, they, they they did. They did a couple. They It ran for like a week, and then that happened, and then they cut it out. But there's like a French version I found online that's got it still in there. Yeah, it's not in the DVD. I it's not no, in the yeah. DVD. No, they yeah. cut it out. Yeah, some wow. kids did it. Because a kid died over. in like Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Laid in the street and got fucking ran over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. fucking insane. For the listeners Rest who might not peace. know what we're talking about, famously in the movie, The Program, it was in the trailer because I remember seeing it. With now, did I people do it? Did people do it because they saw it in the trailer? Yes. yes. Or in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Or the movie. After. It ran for like a week while it was still in there. Movie came out in the 90s called The Program about a, uh, a college football team called ESU based on like Florida State, you know, FSU. And uh, they, their quarterback, uh, insp- to inspire the rest of his teammates to be more fearless, encourages them after a night of drinking to lay down in the middle of a freeway, like a busy freeway. And read on, magazines. And read mag- <laughs> on the dotted line. And he's reading like his write-up in Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And they're all doing it like it pans over the, sh- the top of them, all, all these cars whizzing by and they're covering their nuts. And it's like a, it's like a flex, you know, to show how tough they are. Yeah, anyway, they... Kane is Kane is able the the <laughs> our uh, our quarterback is a motorcycle riding bad boy. Yeah, and they think sure. like yeah, so he's got to give his edge to the rest of the team. Right, <laughs> and so uh, they sold the movie on that a lot. Like it was built on that footage, and it was in a lot of the ads. And uh, so people like re- recreated it and did it, and some kids got ran over. So then they had to uh, they had to like rush and cut that out of the movie. It already was like released for like a week. And cut it out of all the trailers. Oh, crazy. Like everybody, like everybody that was like playing sports or thinking about it at that time remembers the movie and remembers that scene. I remember I, that scene. I, I remember the movie roughly just because I remember seeing it in theaters. 
I saw it in theaters. But, yeah. I saw it in theaters too. I, I watched it every, uh, in high school football, uh, there's the uh, you have to do the minimum amount of practices before you can start going full contact. And on the first day of full contact, the coaches love to play it up. Like it's the fuck it's hell week. Like you're going to be destroyed. It's like, we're going to choose who's the fucking tough guys on this team uh, at this point. And the night before fucking first day, we called it a uh, hit day. The night before hit day, we would all get together and watch the program as specifically the welcome to the jungle montage, which is on their hit day. And we would just be like, yeah. Whoa, we're going to and then I would go and just get fucking creamed by overly developed 16 year olds who would just like you fat fucking low test uh, chubby and just wreck me. <laughs> they were calling you low test back then. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of endocrinologists you're playing. <laughs> Man, those guys ended up doing pretty guy. good. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's fucking hormones are all the whack. <laughs> uh, that's a great yeah, fucking I, sports movie, dude. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, pro program was a total blast. You know, we're all doing a bunch of different things to stay active, especially right now since we're at home. And yeah, Bombas makes it um, so easy for you to use their socks because they have a lot of different performance socks based um and designed for everything from like running to hiking to cycling to just like deciding to hang out on your couch and then put a pair of running shoes on and then going for a run. Yeah. Their socks rock it. Yep. I mean, we're Eugene and I are fitness guys. We're, we're keeping in shape during these like crazy times. So you have a company like Bombas making these socks and they're making them with a lightweight poly cotton blend, which means that no matter how hard you're working, your feet are going to stay cool and dry and comfortable and never sweaty. I don't need to be like terrorizing my wife with yeah. my big sweaty pig feet. Also, so I put on the Bombas and it solves that problem. Also, if you run on a treadmill or you go out for a walk or you ever have those moments where you're doing a workout in your socks and your socks get twisted or they ride down or they go, you know, halfway through the, the, the bridge of your foot or, you know, whatever. These ones don't do that. They stay where they are. They have these special arch support systems that make them supportive and it's just not too tight. It's like a nice hug, but it's for your foot. You know, it's like a foot hug. Yeah. It's, it's a foot hug. Also, you ever notice that, uh, that little annoying toe seam that most socks have yeah, that it. little ridge on the top. Bombas got rid of it. It's gone. They don't have it anymore. So it's just smooth on your feet. That problem solved. And they also, uh, they did a little design work uh, to give you support in areas that you need it, like your arches. Each yeah. sock is built with a special arch support system that's supportive. I love it. Yeah. It's not too tight. It's, just it's not. Tight. It's that yeah. hug. It's that hug. That foot hug. I was talking about the foot hug. It gives you the foot hug. It's awesome. You got to get these socks. Listen, go to bombas.com slash dumbbells today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash dumbbells for 20% off. Uh, your Bombas socks. That's bombas.com slash dumbbells. And they're cool. You don't have to wear white socks like a big dork. You can get all kinds of different colorful prints yeah. and designs and look cool like the dumbbells. Stop dorking it. I love Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. Yeah. Uh, Rocky up. 4. Yeah, Rocky 4 is, is up there for me as far as top. Oh, I think people have um, mentioned uh, Blue Chips. Blue yeah, chips, blue chips, great. great. I gotta rewatch that. I'm just yeah, like, I'm yeah that's a William Friedkin movie. 
Yeah, and that's a fucking Shaq and uh, Nolte, right? Yeah. Yeah, Shaq's um, in that Nolte's and then a- Anthony Hardaway. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that one was a that's a that's a fun movie. Yeah. Uh Varsity Blues, Waterboy. I don't want your life. I lo- uh that's a great that's a good one that's about football too. A lot of stuff going around it, Varsity Blues, yeah. but it is about the game a lot. I love like, I love Varsity Blues. That that's like the fun version of Friday Night Lights. Like right, that one's yeah. a little more uh, you know, kissy kissy. Uh It's got the whipped cream. It's got Ali Larder in the whipped cream yeah. bikini. Yeah, uh, burned into my head. It's got John Voight as just like the worst piece of shit. It's are awesome. we talking about like um, sports movies that are like very sport in like very like um, no, like we're not as close to the p- sport as possible because like Mighty Ducks is a great movie. No, I mean I yeah, think any any I would say anything fucking, that's in the sports genre is fair yeah. game. Yeah, if you want to make an argument, Endless Summer or uh, you know uh, Riding Giants. Those oh are yeah. The Dawn Wall, the um, and uh, the recent ones, the Dawn Wall, and what's the guy? Uh, Free Solo. Like those are fucking bomb ass sports movies. If you want to yeah. call them that, because they're docs, it's confusing. I I wouldn't yeah. put those in the same category as like. No. A tr- so Rudy's another one for me. I love Rudy. Makes me cry every single time. Yeah, Harold, major major league. Major League is fucking holds up as funny, which is uh, minus like some real racist cultural appropriation shit. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. I th- I'm thinking, uh, <laughs> the president, the Allstate guy, uh, doing oh, fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever, like Haitian voodoo and shit, like uh, oh, Creole right. voodoo. Yeah, and stuff. it's a little. Yeah, uh, there's there's some uh, almost as racist some... as me is not knowing what ethnicity he's supposed to be playing. <laughs> Haysbert, Dennis Haysbert. Yeah, there's yeah. some like pro- there's some problematic stuff for sure in there. But I, I and I I liked all the baseball ones. Feel the dreams. I guess maybe you could kind of put in there it's not exactly sports but it's sports enough in there oh, yeah and sure. uh bull durham uh yeah love that one as a kid i i'm a i'm a sucker for them there's a definite kind of like a pattern that those movies follow and like some would even make the case that top gun is a sports movie oh for sure because they they take out the politics and the war and it's more just about the competition in the top gun school Right. There's a there's a lot of movies that follow the sports uh, movie mentality, but map it over, you know, insert like fucking Hunger Games moment. You know what I mean? Like there's shit yeah. like you can like find find the sports analogies in a lot of movies. If I can take it even more dumbbell centric, uh, Rocky's going to be a lot of the answers to this. But what about actually seeing fitness or training in movies? What what movies? Yeah. Which yeah. is often sports movies or martial arts that's movies. Martial arts that's movies, my, yeah. uh... What was it? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. No, I was going to say that's my that's kind of my fitness origin story. Seeing uh, training montage in in the Rocky movies. Yeah, Rocky three, Rocky four. Like seeing yeah. that and seeing him t- transform like over time and get better. I yeah. was like, man. That makes sense to my brain. I mean, I feel like that's what everybody's doing in quarantine now is trying to find a bale of hay and shit, you know? Oh, yeah. We're all we're, we're all doing Rocky Four workouts. Yeah. I, I got my whole family in a fucking uh, rickshaw. <laughs> Wheelbarrow. And I'm doing military press with them over uh, my head and shit. <laughs> would that be hard to lift? Unclear. You know? no, yeah. no, yeah. You have, you have so much have uh, the fulcrum on your side. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> You, you're not living the from side. The little I know about, about <laughs> yeah, from the little I know about simple machines, uh, I don't know if he's a, <laughs> that much of a worker. He's got leverage on his side for sure. Yeah, but uh, what, I, I think the training I think Rocky, montage. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Rocky three and four have 
the, but don't discount Rocky Balboa. That training montage is a great one too. Ooh, I is that the one I'm thinking of where uh, you're too old to fight, but you got to get yeah. uh, uh, weapons of mass? you got to build hurt and bombs. Hurt and bombs, yeah. Yeah, he's too old to spar. So <laughs> that's he's a like, great... We gotta, yeah. It's all kettlebells and that's chains a, and shit. That's why we like it, because it, it's literally like, you're, hey, you're too old to get in cardio shape. Just make you strong as fuck so you can dominate this dude. It rules. He's doing the fucking, with like the 60-pound dumbbells, he's doing like the fucking uppercut drill. Oh, like, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> and his he? trainer, his trainer snaps his neck both directions like the guy when he's like getting ready to start training him he moves his head this way and that and you hear his neck crack (laughs) (laughs) and that's it's clubber's trainer from uh right no it's it's uh apollo's apollo's rather yeah 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 yeah. the guy who trains him in three yeah Yeah. i'm trying to think of the uh the training montage where they're using kettlebells and then they they do a kettlebell swing and then they tap the top of the kettlebell a couple of times during the swing it's um God, what it's a, it's it's. A, I think it's a martial arts ish movie, but I think it's there's some they, great, great training montages in martial arts movies. They're probably what uh, like Stallone and those guys copied, you know? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, but yeah. it's a it's a more of a modern like movie where there, you're also kicking a bag and it doesn't budge and then it goes all the way down like you know. Oh like yeah, down the pipe. You're 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 punching a heavy bag, and then you're like, okay, not bad. And at the end of the montage, the heavy bag explodes. And <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And you're like, well, I, that, that's a. Is this over a forty week training period? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the training montage. I mean, it's the whole movie. But anytime they're training in pain and gain, I'm like, this oh, is I great. fucking love it. Yeah, I love pumping iron. Has a lot of great uh, fucking. When when Lou is doing curls, saying Arnold, that fucking rules. Like that's just like such a weird. Like you forget about the competitive element of bodybuilding because we all just so use it as like for aesthetics, health, or to like help us in a different sport. But yeah. the idea of like I have to beat this one guy at looking in a weirdly specific way and just <laughs> training, being like Arnold with his, I'm not going to do his voice, but like Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. <laughs> despite playing Lou Ferrigno at a number of uh, late night comedy shows, I uh, will no longer be doing that character. <laughs> <laughs> That's You so can fun. imagine what it might entail. <laughs> <laughs> I see his son out doing acting jobs and stuff. His son's like a big built dude. Lou Ferrigno Jr. Oh, really? <laughs> Great <Yeah>. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Um, is he like, is he like, like thick? Like, is he bodybuilder yeah. big or is he he's like, big, uh, he's big, like big old lean. square jaw. He's better looking than his dad. You know, he looks uh, like a, like a, and he, he's in stuff like maybe nine one one, one of those shows. No, oh, okay. he's a, uh, I think he's on SWAT. He's on one of the like well, yeah. cop procedurals. You're right. He's one of yeah. the dudes. Yeah, but I think I think he's fucking buff and handsome, and uh, but he doesn't he doesn't look like fucking. He's not yoked like Daddy was. No, no, he's not. He's not like 300 pounds <laughs> right. Olympia shape. He's just more like a fit looking dude. Right, but, but he's not. He's not a bodybuilder. Yeah, but yeah. he's but he's more than just like he's he's pretty built. Like he yeah, is. he's not like a Marvel actor built. He's built like I trained. Like I, I do hard training and also happen to be an actor. It doesn't feel like he's got just like uh, someone trained him down for this 
uh, yeah. three month period. Yeah. I think he's if walking you, around with fucking traps and delts. <laughs> you find out his dad's a famous bodybuilder and it makes sense. Right. It all tracks. Oh, it all sorry. tracks Ola. <laughs> Getting uh, FaceTime for my family. <laughs> Get him on, dude. Bring him on the live feed, man. Wait, this is something I wanted to text you guys about. So I'm going to use it as an opportunity just to say on uh, this Let's podcast. Let's do it. Um, did you see the video of uh, uh, my man, um, uh, Ed, Eddie? What's Eddie's last name? The strongman? It's not Shaw. That's Robert Shaw. There's Eddie is the other one. Uh, it'll come to me. But did you see the video of him doing that? Uh, uh, what's the 30 clean and jerk workout? Grace? Yes. Is that what it is? Grace. Uh, it, he set the CrossFit record in Grace. Uh, his name is Eddie, Eddie Hall. Eddie Hall is, the, uh, and he's a strong man. He used to be 433 pounds out of like competitive weight. Now he has a six pack and he's still a, a competitive strong man. Highly looking, uh, highly recommend looking up Eddie, uh, um, like before and after photos, but also watch him do grace. He does it in like 40 something seconds. What? Because it's because it. 135 is so light for him. Yeah. 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 He's that's literally true. just doing toe touches with a fucking barbell in his hand. He never breaks speed or anything. And it's, he's not in any cardio. Like, I mean, he's in better cardio shape than most 350 pounders, but he's not like, he doesn't even like struggle once. It just looks, it looks wild. It looks like a way to hack. All right. All you need to do is get really good at grace. It's like, okay, well, how about I make 135, <laughs> 25% of my body weight? It's like, oh, okay, yeah. That'll make wow. it pretty easy. He's just wow. fucking, like, he's touching it to the ground and sky. It's so awesome. Eddie Hall? Eddie Hall, yeah. And you should see what he looks like now, too, with his fucking uh, six-pack. Seeing a 350-pound dude with a six-pack looks wild. Wow. What is one uh, feat of strength or fitness you guys would just like to be able to have? Uh, for the longest time, it's been on my like life goals list, but it's never. If it didn't happen when I was actually powerlifting, it's not going to happen now. And that's to go three, four, five, three hundred pound press, bench press, four hundred pound squat, five hundred pound deadlift. Okay, yeah. which I think people just like throw around in like powerlifting and strongman circuits of just like, oh yeah, you got like. Don't even, you got to be able to go three, four, five before you even start thinking about shit like this. Yeah. You know, like, I just love the idea of that, having that barometer. That's, I've, I dig that. Uh, I've done my, two of those. I've never done 500 pound deadlift. I don't know if I ever will. I doubt it. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. But you've done the 300, you've done the 300 bench, 400 uh, both, squat. Both in competition, but I've never done uh, the 500. I, I, How heavy my, have you gone for deads? In the competition, it was like 440, and one time oh, man, I pulled cool. one time I pulled 465 in the gym. Uh, nice. But yeah, I, I was so close. But that was also like I don't I don't think I'm close to doing squatting 400 right now either. So I gotta like I'd have to, and certainly not gonna put fucking 60 pounds on my back squat in the fucking with goblet squats of 50 pounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. There's yeah. just not a, there's not a way to do it. <laughs> Mine, mine are, and then Eugene, I want to hear you. My, so I, it's a tie between, um, I'd like to be able to do, you've seen like the real freaky yoga people and all the handstand stuff they can do sure. where they're going up and then they're dropping their legs down. I'd love to be able to do that and walk around in my hands just because when you're in that kind of shape and you have some muscle, like the, the way everything looks, you just, you look great. I feel like that's really like high level of fitness and symmetry and balance. 
And oh, then yeah. um, I like, uh, I would love to be able to do like uh, tumbling, you know, flips and backflips. Oh, yeah. Bro, I saw, when I was a kid, I saw the Summer Olympics. Bro, I saw the Summer Olympics. Oh, you about flips, bro. <laughs> Dude, you want to talk flips? I saw, <laughs> I saw a guy who was a super heavyweight in Greco-Roman wrestling or heavy, whatever. He was like two, wrestling at 260 something. So lean, but so fucking thick and short. And he won by a pin, stood up and did a standing backflip. And my dad, and Stanger hears me quote my dad all the time, he's like, that's a side of fitness. That big guy doing a backflip like And in my, it burned in my head. I'm like, if I could do a standing backflip, anytime someone called me fat for the rest of my life, I was like, hold up. And I just did a standing backflip. That would be the biggest flex you could do to anyone. So I'm with you staying on the tumbling shit. If you could do a standing backflip also – to get to that physical ability that you have such fucking hip and leg strength oh, yeah. and core, core power and like force and uh, body growth. control, body control. Yeah. yeah. It'd be such a fucking flex on all of your, like just like the handstand thing is like just demonstrative of like 11 different uh, great physical qualities. Yeah. I mean, anytime you're doing any of those body weight things where you can like, it looks like you're defying gravity because your core is just so locked in is insane. Did you see those dudes doing the fucking handstand t-shirt challenge? Like change, uh, yeah. changing yeah. their shirts while in a handstand? That's yeah. fucking yeah. wild. <laughs> I mean, my, I'll be honest. The problem is my dick keeps falling into my face. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, gosh. You got to wear some of Yuge's tights. The yeah. Capri tights that he works out in. <laughs> I mean, Even those it'll fall out of. <laughs> doing it with a t-shirt, you, you could do it. I, I mean. Uh, Not it's, with my dick getting in the way. <laughs> It's um if you look at the people stand handstands, the people that are doing it legit legit are doing a handstand and are against the wall. A lot of people that are taking on the challenge are like at like a pike position. People are people are just sitting up and doing it yeah. standing. So it's like not <laughs> yeah. you're not even completely a vertical doing it. Did you, you see, see Simone? What, oh sorry. Oh sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, did you see Simone Biles show everyone up? Uh, by changing the, her pants and her shirt. By changing her pants yeah. with her feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like she took her own she took her own pants off with like her toes while just wa- just standing in like a, a yeah. perfect handstand. It was awesome. <laughs> I wonder if a baby could change its own diaper. That'd be good for the parents, right? <laughs> in a handstand, just yeah. diarrhea rolling up <laughs> your chest into your own face. I think like a free handstand where you're able to do other movements is just like the next like just being able to, again, like define gravity in that way of just kind of moving your body in a way that you're doing like, you know, full pike position, full like, you know, swinging your legs all the way down and underneath your body and then going into a handstand shit. That's like crazy. <laughs> that's that's the dumb thing. Huh? That's your, that's what you would want to have. No, I mean, that's just, that's one of those things where I see other people have and I'm just like, oh, that's impressive. It's not my body, but you know. I mean, what would you want? Like we, so Gabrus is of uh, the squat deadlift pole. Oh yeah. Um, I think I would still want to be able to do um, that King Kong wad, but I've, I've just gotten, you know, we talked about that on a high and mighty episode. We were going to maybe try to train to do King Kong. It's just King Kong together. You know, it's just to the point where it's just so heavy. Right. For me, just having muscle ups and it makes it. uh, Yeah. So if I, like we could like try to, you get your deadlift up. I'll get my muscle up skill and yeah. then we'll get King Kong before because, we turn 40. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, that's like that's 11 at, months you away. Mean, <laughs> you, mean, you, you mean before you turn 40. 
right? I'm right in it. <laughs> I know. But, well, you're Asian and have a shaved head. I have no idea how old you are. <laughs> but <laughs> the King Kong one, I just like I, getting that deadlift back. I think it's 460. Is that what it is? I think it's, I think it's 405. Or 405. I feel like it's four at 405, then muscle ups, and then something else. Like I can do the muscle up. It was what it, I can do the muscle ups. I, the thing that I think, and the handstand push ups, I'm okay with. The thing was, I don't know if I could get even close to that 250 clean. I think oh, that's, fuck. that's that's hard. That's hard. Who made this up? King Kong made this up. Yeah, yeah, King Kong yeah. made it himself. But it's not even one clean. It's like it's it's one deadlift, two muscle ups, three cleans at two fifty. And I'm just yeah. like, I can't do like for me to even just get the bar. Like, I think I've cleaned two oh five. Yeah, once. I mean, the most I've ever cleaned was like two fifty once, but that was at like a two seventy five body weight. Yeah, like <laughs> that's yeah. not gonna. <laughs> that wasn't even my. Uh, and Stanger, I don't, you didn't hear the story about this on set uh, for when Eugene was filming Skull Island. King Kong taught him this workout. Yeah, and he's, no, I, didn't know, I, didn't <laughs> I can't believe this never came up. So. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's, that's really cool. I feel like that's maybe the part to lead the story with. That's yeah. pretty interesting. And, and uh, because I couldn't do it, they renamed the movie Kong Skull Island instead of King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, here I, I have the I have the metrics. King Kong is. Three rounds okay. of one deadlift at 455, See? Two, two muscle-ups, three squat cleans at 250, four handstand push-ups, three rounds for time. Yeah. That's extreme strength and body weight strength. Like, right, but yeah. like a 455 deadlift, I would have to fucking take ammonia and like sit down <laughs> yeah. for like uh, six minutes after doing it. Yeah. <laughs> But he's he's like he's a fucking like a super monkey, like way stronger than yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. he's moving bananas. He's, yeah. To be I mean, fair, it's a it's a workout he came up with for other non-giant gorillas. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's basically like, uh, and he you know, made this. That's yeah. 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 All right, good man. But he is a, he's a, he's certified level one instructor for CrossFit, and he which is it. really cool. Yeah. yeah, you should see how much rogue gear this guy's on. This guy's got <laughs> yeah. he, he's wearing all kinds of tights and sleeves and kinesio tape and shit on his yeah, big ass crazy. gorilla body. <laughs> but then he still. But the thing is, is he still wears hook grip grip sleeves on his knees. <laughs> <laughs> No brand loyalty. Yeah, yeah. Those he trusts. He tries. He trusts Hook Grip because they've been doing it for a while. Yeah, so yeah. Like, what's Rogue gonna fucking argue with him, <laughs> dude? Last Gabriel, mistake they'll ever make. This video you sent us. Meanwhile, I don't know how this helps the podcast at all. But the video you sent. I mean, the the picture you sent us of this guy's six pack is. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's got a seven pack. He's got, he's got a seven pack. It's weirdly, it's like four and three, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like in, he's he's holding hands with himself. It's inexplicable. But like what he looks like on the left in that photo when he's like fully ballooned up, that's what I always knew him as. Then I just saw him fucking recently in a video doing that grace and he's fucking diced. Well, I just like, you know, whenever people say that six packs are made in the kitchen... It's like that one isn't. That one's made like somehow he's able to work it out where it's going past his fat. Like it's I mean, this is it's huge. I mean, his his yeah. six pack, his muscles in his six, six pack look like my pecs. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I think it's just like he he's probably had 
such mass on his abs for years. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Just never visible because he never cared. Yeah. Cause like, it's not part of their sport, but as he was like, as every sport becomes more about what you do on fucking social media, I'm sure he was like, I might sure. as well get abs so I can just, uh, and he looks fucking insane now. He looks like a drawing. What, what would, what would the, I mean, what would his body fat percentage even be for that second picture? I mean, he, I don't think he's less than 16, 17%. He's just a monster, right? Yeah. He's just got such big muscles that yeah. I think it just shows no matter what. Yeah. Fucking wild. I want it really. I mean, granted, this guy is a strength professional who's like his career of exercise is like supported by his own like success in these exercises. But fuck would I like to be 300 pounds with a six pack. Yeah. Not lose a pound of body weight. Be like, yeah, I'm six to 295. <laughs> yeah. And I lift up your shirt and you have fucking huge abs. Be like, what? You just like crush people's skulls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. Like, and I don't you- wear a seatbelt. You're like, you sure? It's like, yeah, bro, I'm fucking six to three. Blast this off the steer and we all be fine. Or just like go through the windshield of the other car and be fine, you know, just like just all <laughs> muscle and everything. Just like crashing through windows and doors and uh, uh, eating a lot of beef jerky, probably eating a lot of uh, apples and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Beef jerky, apples and Carl's Jr. <laughs> What, uh, so Gabrus, what's, what's food been like for you? What challenges and, uh, where, where have you been succeeding? I, f- I found a little hack for myself cause okay. I can e- easily, I can easily graze all day. I really do need like the reward or love feeling I get from food. And my wife, uh, likes to cook and, uh, it's, it's cathartic for her. So she cooks pretty much every That's night. her love language cooking yeah. food for you and you telling her you like and it. And I just sit yeah. there and eat it and go, of course this fucking rules. I was ready to eat garbage before this. So this yeah. fucking is amazing. So, but at so, the same time you're fucking Hansel, you know, <laughs> all right. I could easily eat myself into oblivion. Yeah. So what I've been doing more or less is like a weird version of intermittent fasting. Like I've just been getting up in the morning. Cause we also always eat late. Cause Tiffany likes to take her time with cooking. And then she also now is still working. So right. like, uh, I've been sort of, and I don't have any complaints about that. I prefer to eat late. Cause I like to, you know, eat and then hang out for an hour and then go to bed. Obviously not ideal for fitness, but, um, I get, get up in the morning around, uh, nine or 10. Sometimes if I'm really lucky, <laughs> it's quarantine baby. And I'm a child, I'm a childless 40 year old. Uh, so I, uh, I'll drink a coffee at like 9.30 a.m. and just do some shit and then around one-ish exercise and then around 2, 2.30, 3 o'clock, smoke weed, make a, pro- make a post-workout, drink that in the shower and then uh, have like have like, a, have like a, Drink it in the shower? Yep, I take my post-workout, I, I get high, uh, I make my post-workout, I get high, then I get in the shower with all the lights off put on a podcast or some music and I fucking drink my uh, post-workout and stand and hang out in the shower stone for like a half hour. I got the time. I'm trying to fucking, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find some alone time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still live in an apartment. So, you know, like we, we steal our half hours when we can. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I'll have like a very simple, like healthy, sort of single bachelor lunch of like, oh, a can of tuna with honey mustard on greens, like old school bodybuilder shit, or like two pieces of leftover chicken thighs and the leftover carrots from last night, some shit like that. 
yeah. at like at like post shower, and then around eight or nine, I'll eat a dinner that Tiffany makes. But that's never even un- that's never unreasonable because she doesn't eat beef or pork, and she's she is cooking for the two of us. She's never gonna like make anything too fun for me. You know, fun is the word I use. Disgusting would be the word most people would use. But like, you know, we're not eating like quesadillas every night, which is what we would 100% be having if it was me. Right. I mean, so it sounds like what are those meals? What are those meals at night night, though? The meals at night, like, like it's often like turkey sausage and peppers or like uh, salmon and white rice and uh, bok choy or we, we, it's alternating all the time, but it's always chicken salmon it's always chicken fish um turkey or like once in a while we have duck here as like that's our steak because tiff doesn't eat beef or pork and i i eat like i buy a pound of bacon or something i i eat like not now that i'm not going to restaurants which is the only time i ever had red meat or pork previous previously now that i'm not going to restaurants like every once in a while like we've only gone food shopping twice in like the last five weeks, but the two times we went, I'm like, let me just get like bacon or ground beef or something just to at some point have these things that I love. And then I'll eat bacon, like two slices uh, every day for lunch for like a week or whatever, you know? Right. But I'm eating, I've lost weight in the quarantine. I've like, I've dropped pounds. Uh, When you were a kid playing a duck hunt on Nintendo, did you ever dream that your beautiful wife would be preparing it for you in your <laughs> apartment that you're quarantined in? For That's what months? I used to scream at the laughing dog. Yeah. I'd be like, you laugh now, fucking Rover, but someday my beautiful wife is going to be fucking cooking a duck to perfection. Or do you ever take that do you ever take that <laughs> that duck out of the freezer and hold it up like the dog? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever uh, use a uh, a realistic looking revolver like what they play with in uh, Boys in the Hood for some reason? <laughs> <laughs> Just like they don't do the Nintendo gun. I didn't know if it was like an artistic choice or like a props choice. Bro, if you uh, weren't if you weren't getting, sadly, I'll at- never be able to ask John Singleton, sir. You know, yeah. John Singleton, what what his uh, plan was. Sorry, that would that was probably going to be your first question to John. Number Singleton one, when you met him. <laughs> Number one. I- if I could I mean, bring him back to life, that's what I'd ask. Him. Yeah, <laughs> and then Ooh. put him right back to death. Like, <laughs> as soon as you get the answer, just put the pillow over his head. It's like, sorry, this is how it has to go. It's like, really? <laughs> his family's in the other room. <laughs> I know you needed some clarification on the will for his daughter, but I got what I needed, and that's the end of it. <laughs> so you've dropped lbs, Gabers. I've dropped a few pounds. Yeah, and I think it's. Part of, like I think I make my most unhealthy food choices when I'm either alone or ordering, and not wow. even like I don't go like binge crazy binge, but like I'm gonna get an appetizer and an entree if I'm ordering for myself. Yeah, but if I'm making food for myself, I'm never like, oh, I should have like fucking cheese bread and meat, and then five minutes later eat dinner. Like, but like when I go to a restaurant, that's completely reasonable behavior. We'll start with 10 oysters and uh, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. some wings. I don't know. I have a uh, cocktail, 10 oysters, some wings. Then I'll have wine with dinner where I'll have, and then we'll get like a port and dessert. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not eating like that here. So yeah. between, between that and I think my training has been pretty much like run a mile and a half and then do high rep muscular endurance stuff. Cause I, I only have, as you can see on the wall behind Yeah, me, those bands. I've got spree bands. Shout out dumbbells for the reco. Yeah. I've got uh, my uh, Spieler uh, CrossFit jump rope below it. Uh-huh. And then off camera right here, I have some uh, 
I have a 53 pound kettlebell and a couple of 40 pound dumbbells and a couple of five pound dumbbells. Um, obviously I'm like really slapping together some programming with only having forties, which are just a touch too heavy for curls, but, uh, way too light for everything else. So I've been doing a lot of like circuits where it's like farmers walk into, uh, like farmers walk like a hundred feet into, uh, 10 single arm overhead dumbbell press, 10 other arm, then like 10 shrugs, then like a, a handful of curls with each arm rest do that circuit again. Then like the next day it's like, I'll do a hundred swings and then, you know, five sets of 12 goblet squats. Then the day after that, it's like, I'm fucking beat. Maybe I'll just take bands out after my run and just do a bunch of bullshit moving around. And then like, like, but I've, I've ran like five or six days a week, uh, every week since, uh, since the the shit hit, but it's only, I'm, I'm only running like, a quick 1.6 miles. Are you using like it. a, uh, are you using like a rent run keeper or any of those things? Yeah. The, I, I used the, the same shit I was using when I was training for the half. I use that under armor, uh, Matt, my run uh-huh. just cause I like that. The lady says like, uh, the person says, uh, one mile, uh, 12 minute, 40 second pace. You know, I like hearing like, yeah. Oh, okay. Cause Cause I've been trying to do a mile and a half in under 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally, I got it down to under 20, but I need her to add a mile to tell me. Cause if she's like 13 minutes and 35, cause I have no idea of pace. It's just all hard. It's just all yeah. difficult. But if she says like, you're actually 20 seconds slower than normal. I'm like, all right, well I better fuck. Cause I at least I, I held on to all that quantifying shit from CrossFit. Wait, like do, that, do they, do they have an average of what you usually do on there? Like, so no, like, but I know it. From oh, like, you know it. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I know it from like having, I do the same 1.6 mile loop. Also, I don't want to run in a mask. Sorry, Garcetti. Uh, cause I will die after a half mile. Dude. So you're I, allowed. I picked, you're, you're allowed. I, yeah. So I picked the same path also. Cause I know like, the safety, how wide the streets are now. And I, my plan is to keep doing 1.6 miles until it's very easy and then bump it up to two miles and try to get that under 24 minutes eventually. Got yeah, it. The, the safe at home California order follows the CDC guidelines with mask wearing. And so it's like in essential businesses where you have to interface with people, you have to wear a mask, right. but for exercise outdoors alone, um, in an area that's not heavily populated, you don't have, you can go right. mask but free. I think in Glendale and in like up here in, in La Crescenta, you have to even mask everywhere, even if you're walking your dog. So I think that's part of also helping, uh, lower the stigma of wearing a mask of just like, just have it on all the time. So when yeah. people see you in it, it's not weird and you feel comfortable, but, but it's I, just, it's just a face covering here for that. You know, it doesn't have to yeah. necessarily be a mask. So I've, I've cut up a bunch of my t-shirts because why do I need sleeves anyway? But and taking the <laughs> sleeves off, and I've been wearing just the sleeve as a mask. Okay. Um, on my do you runs. do it with your pits? To yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. Smelling your own scent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't realize how built I was for this quarantine. In that I'm a homebody. I'm very used to going a couple of months without having work. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I can do my podcast, uh, some of my job from home, and. Yeah. Because when I was training and running, uh, I always wore a bandana on my hair because I had long hair. I've stocked with bandanas. Bring the fucking coat. Bring the, bring it. Yeah. Come I moved COVID. it from your forehead to your mouth. Yeah, I exactly. I and wish- now when I run, I, I just wear two. And people just think I'm 
like uh, <laughs> appropriating <some> culture. <laughs> I mean, two years ago, I was so close. I was, it was around two years ago. I was so close to getting that mask to make it seem like you're in uh Oh yeah, high yeah. altitude, high altitude training. Oh, like a, like a snorkel mask, like for training. Oh, yeah, that's fucking baller. I wish I I got it. I know I know. Um, uh, Rogers has one. Does he? <laughs> I think so. He yeah, but I think yeah. he uses his only for sex stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to pretend he's always fucking in Denver. Well, dude, I'm lucky because uh, when I was young, like I uh, I I rescued this kid out of a prison. And now this kid's grown up and she needs my help to terrorize a, a Batman. So I'm going to go terrorize <laughs> this guy with a mask on. Oh, good. Well, I got one for that. Yeah. I got to help it, this kid out. But you need, you need to terrorize a Batman, not the Batman, right? I just saw, I don't know if it's V yeah. or A. I don't know. No, I don't that's know what, are. the that Batman you, is uh, Robert Pattinson, but yes. a Batman is a number of people. Yeah. Um, is that why you said that your number one physical fitness uh, like test would be climbing out of a giant hole in the middle of the <laughs> desert? Yeah. <laughs> you got to make an impossible jump. So Stinger and I understand that since we're here in the quarantine, that there's a chance that you might do a bunch of virtual hangouts. You might do a virtual happy hour. You might have yourself right. a couple of um, alcoholic beverages. Right. Quarantinis, I've heard people Ooh, call Yes, them. quarantinis. Now, people are drinking a little bit more. That's, that's a normal thing. And people are maybe drinking a little bit more often because uh, you don't have the same responsibilities. But that doesn't mean you can't stay healthy and live a healthy lifestyle. Right. And you don't want to like not allow yourself to have a little bit of a let loose session when right. the next day you still want to be able to work out or eat healthy or go on through your day and go through the schedule that you're planning on having. Right. So if you are drinking, drink responsibly and maybe look into Z-Biotics. Yes. Uh, it's the world's first maker of a genetically engineered probiotic. And basically what they're doing is they are taking uh, the job of the liver and they're moving it to the gut. Yes. And uh, yeah, there, you know, alcohol, when it gets broken down into your system, it gets broken down into acetaldehyde, which is a very toxic byproduct. And it's much worse for you than alcohol itself. And so these Z-biotics are, are, are breaking this acetaldehyde into acetate and getting it out of your system faster. So yeah. it's essentially optimizing your, your, the way that you're breaking down the alcohol and then and, and helping you maintain that health and feeling good, even if you're up in the ante a little bit. Right. So Z-biotics is essentially uh, moves the function, moves as the function of the liver, as it breaks down it into the gut where it really matters, you know, like that's, that's what it is. So it's the, they're, they're the first people to ever do this. And, um, but it's a science, you know, not science fiction. So, you know, we're not saying go crazy on drinking. We're just saying, take this, you know, um, it's it got a very sp specific function. You take this before you start drinking and uh, one Z-biotic is enough for an entire night. Right. And uh, we, they sent it to us. We've been kind of experimenting around with it. And uh, it's, it's interesting, you know, that's essentially this strand of bacteria that, this, that the CEO of the company developed and uh, it's worth giving a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, listen, um, it's a good thing knowing if you're about to 
have yourself a couple of drinks with a couple of friends, um, just saving you uh, the trouble of, um, you know, possibly having um, a little bit of a, um, you know, head ringing the next right. day. So, And uh, Z-Biotics is by no means not a get out of jail free call sure. card. Um, but so you got to factor in all the same drinking rules. Don't, dr- don't binge drink. Don't drink on an empty stomach. Drink water and get plenty of sleep. You just think of uh, Z-Biotics as an extra tool in the tool case. And, yeah. uh, uh, you know, give it a shot. Why not? We live in a time where this, this stuff is available to us. So we might as well use it. We might as well use it and try it. So um, go for it. So uh, the uh, go to the website ZBiotics. That's Z B I O T I C S dot com slash dumbbells and use the promo code dumbbells ten um, to get a little additional savings. Right. Yep. ZBiotics dot com slash dumbbells and use dumbbells ten as the promo code. Get yourself some savings. Give it a try. Stay healthy, but also have fun, guys. We need to uh, to stay loose yes. and, uh, and happy. Keep those smiles on your face. Let's do it. But I, I've had a hard time running with the mask on, man. My, I have um, I use the um, Runkeeper app, which does the same thing of your mile. You know, uh, like it gives me a three every three minutes. It gives me a cue of how fast I'm going pace wise. And, and then it, when it hits a mile, cause I'll do two to three miles uh, on every run. And every time that I've been running with the mask, which has been the last three runs, it's so much slower. It's, it's so, laughing at you like the dog and duck. Yeah. Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, fucking dog. Uh, yeah. It, I used to run like way back in the day before we had devices or anything. And I would run with nothing and like, forget my watch. And so, like, I would just park my car somewhere and, like, run down by the beach or something. And I would just go, and I'd be like, that had to have been, like, 40 minutes or an hour. And I'd get back, and it was, like, 10 minutes had passed. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking – now we're all plugged in. Like, you know exactly how long, but I'd be like, that had – I mean, guaranteed. So then I would do it based on music. I knew, like, how far so many songs would take me or whatever, how long it would be. (laughs) But, yeah, it is is tough to fucking – you just – Getting, you know, it's nice getting those updates, but if you're way off your pace because your oh, fucking man. mouth's constricted, it's yeah. brutal. It's getting hotter out here too. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to start running earlier in the day. Do uh, have people been asking some questions? Let's let's answer some questions from folks. Um, I know. I mean, people mainly have just been asking things or, or talking about some of the things that they wish they did, like we oh, were here, saying, which is like you know, here's here's one from Rowan Cruz. I've always, this is for Gabrus. I've always wanted to play rugby, but I've got chronic shoulder problems. How bad of an idea is this to get into after the quarantine? How much is Rowan going to tear up their shoulders uh, playing rugby, Gabrus? Um, it all depends on uh, your position, which is all dependent on your uh, build. But uh, it's a fair amount of shoulders. It's a game with a lot of, uh, you know, you're holding the ball in your arms, you're uh, tackling with your shoulder, you're entering rucks and malls with your shoulders, you're scrumming with your shoulders. If you're a pack player, if you're a back, you're uh, maybe jumping up to cat. I don't know if you have bad shoulders. Also, who told you you have bad shoulders is kind of the thing I say to a lot of these people now. Cause someone's like, I can't squat because of my knees. I'm like, Oh, did a doctor ever tell you not to squat? And they're like, no, just squatting really hurts my knees. It's like, okay, well, we can maybe talk about why that's the case. Yeah, right. So I, I, I'd like to take our, butt, our person here who wants to play some rugby and say, do your shoulders hurt you 
without any like official diagnosis or anything? Cause there's a lot you could do to get them to a place where they need to be or, uh, but rugby for sure has some shoulders <laughs> involved in it. Um, but I think you can give it a go. Find out. It's, it's going to take you three practices to realize how frequently your shoulders used in the sport. Um, and if like, if it's too much for you or too, you know, no, no shame. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Matthew Wajda says, Gabrus, you can do 500 pounds deadlift. So that's nice. <laughs> uh, it says, uh, have you guys seen that Thor is going to pull uh 501 K? Yeah. I saw that. Half Thor is going for 501. Uh, the guy who plays the mountain on. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, I think Cart- I know, Game of Th- or Game of Thrones that big yeah. with like yeah. a little girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's always posting on like uh, Instagram. He's like they our know. fitness company, and he's got like a girlfriend who's like up to his waist. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's like, like a hobbit or something. That's yeah. a, that's like a thousand pounds, right? Oh, it's yeah, it's well, it's yeah, five hundred kilos. Yeah, two point yeah. two pound, two point two yeah. pounds. It's like eleven. It's like a eleven. It's like high elevens or something. Holy like shit! That. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, let's see here from, uh, where did I just see this? Oh, Jordan Hurdy asked, will Gabrus cut the beard down when he drops enough LBs? <laughs> no, the beard's not hiding anything. I know, but, like, it's not like the, oh, if I, if I didn't have this beard, everyone would know I'm fat. Like I'm a, I'm a giant person. Like it's not the beard that tricks people. Uh, Josh Hurwitz, uh, both you guys have dabbled in creatine. I know Eugene recently, he asked, do you guys take creatine? If so, what dosage? So you, you, I remember you did it. You just omitted the loading phase, right? Yeah. Just yeah no, right I just, maintenance. I just got right into the five. Uh, yeah. Like the, this, the single, um, the single dose of like after you finish the loading phase, whatever I, I think it, I mean, it's basically a, a, a teaspoon. Yeah. They have a recommended right. dosage and a lot I of people say like f- this loading. 500. A lot of people say five G's, uh, you know, five yeah, milligrams. Five, yeah. Five milligrams. Yeah. Five milligrams a day, a day before or after, or at, even like if it's just every morning, I and think, that, cause loading that, is not a thing they recommend anymore. Right. That's mm-hmm. an old holdover now. Yeah. Because at this point the, you're just going to, um, you know, what you're going to gain from it, you don't need to get your body. I mean, for the most part, people were loading on it to like kind of shock the system to start using the creatine, but it's like, you, you're fine. <laughs> That's the funniest fitness term. You got to shock your system, dude. Yeah. yeah. You have to shock your system. There's always like shocking your system with weights, with food, with fucking yeah. <laughs> pussy. Uh, and then there's always a scene in a, a in a medical show or movie where it's like he's in shock, and it's like you never hear the doctor go, "Shocking the system is actually really good." <laughs> Dude, he's like, gonna be fucking jacked when he wakes up. Yeah. When he gets out of this, we got to keep the body confused and shocked. It's like what? <laughs> Muscle confusion. Matthew Moynihan asks, "Any cable pull down variations? I just built a pull down system in Ooh. my garage." Well, easy nice. on the brags, Matthew. Yeah, Damn, I'm, I got some severe envy as someone yeah. who can't do a home pull-up bar due to structural integrity of their <laughs> uh, poorly built apartment rubbing up against with their body weight. <laughs> um, and then there's no like nearby monkey bars in my hood. I would kill for some pull-down capabilities. What about is there, are those um, those spree bands? It's not enough to even do as like bicep 
curls on, huh? They're not, they're not, they're not that. Yeah. I have the heaviest one. I, and I, I, I threw it over like the second floor stairs and we're just trying to do like standing yeah. pull downs to get as close as I could. Double but, them up. Yeah. I might do that. I might, right I, I might have to start doing that and fucking around that way. Yeah. Um, but pull downs, like just Google, like pull down machine and just look at all the different handles. That's that that kind of teaches you the variance. Yeah. It's like sometimes you want your hands pronated. Sometimes you want them supinated. Sometimes you want them wide. Sometimes you want them close. Sometimes you want uh, like chin up grip. Chin sometimes up grip, you want yeah. football bar grip or, you know, wide, like a uh, thick grip for like forearms and shit. Right. Like that's, yeah, and that I guess if you're really trying, yeah, if you're trying to push what you can play around with, since it's like it's you're limited in what you got, if you really want to pu- push some weight, you can do um, eccentric, you know, so you can use your body weight to kind of pull down and then do work eccentric coming up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, just for some kind of variation. And I'm with Gabrus that. And then, you know, uh, arms out and extended down. Yeah, straight arms. Your- uh, yeah, I used to yeah. do that. Sh- I used to do that shit for abs back in the day when I was a yeah. little, like, you would just like take the close bar and be like, ah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Core, you pull, you pulls your lats in there too. And then you've yeah. got like the tricep variations and all the stuff you can do, you know, anything from that, like that higher angle. Yeah. Uh, and I guess even on a smaller scale too, you can do like 90 degree, completely vertical pull downs. And then you could also do like the 70 yeah. 70 degree kind of like lean just back to, yeah the, the lean back into just to tweak where you're hitting that hits like a little more rear delts than the lower one uh than your lower lats with this one yeah no more of the behind the neck joints though no that i i although i although i will say one thing i do fuck around with is uh wide grip behind the neck press uh super light just to feel like uh because uh, I still play rugby once a year, so I just yeah. want my neck and shoulders and like traps to always feel. So I'm always doing like different overhead or pulls or shrugs with like in all sure. different angles and stuff. And I mean, I, that's like- cloak, cloak that dude Klokov got me into this because it's like a lot of body, uh, a lot of uh, Olympic lifters do it to sure. build that like fucking For, snatch strength yeah. and shit. Yeah. yeah, to lock out in a snatch. Yeah. yeah. Hannah Gray, happy belated 420 to Gabrus. Sophie Lomir, somebody last week asked a question about Theragun. Uh, uh, I am, uh, she says, just abusing herself with a crossball a lot. Do you guys have any opinions about the Theragun? Have you used it? Um, I haven't really had any extent, like, of using one of those yet, but... uh... Sanger, so, do you have one of those? For, so for people that don't, I don't have one, but for people that don't know that you've probably seen them now, if you're kind of, if you do, if you follow anybody fitness wise on Instagram, they pop up in the feed and they're these guns that they look like a cordless drill and they've got like a really high power, uh, <laughs> like dildo thing on. Yeah. They're it's really like, really a, it's like a handheld Sibian more or yeah. less. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is yeah. <laughs> not to use the Sibian to explain stuff, but, but they have different attachments on the, on the front that you can use to get into your fascia and, uh, and do some kind of like, you know, soft tissue work around joints and, uh, and muscles. And I, I've used them before there. I mean, they're, I don't know if they're worth the money because they're, you know, upwards of two or $300. Oh yeah. They're crazy expensive. right Yeah. Now. And I think that the more expensive ones are quiet, more quiet, you know, the cheaper ones you get, they're fucking loud as shit. It sounds like somebody literally jackhammering. <laughs> like, what is this fucking Total Recall? Nice. Uh, oh, you know, uh, re- I guess recall, maybe, recall. That, maybe that's what... 
Maybe that's what's going on because uh, Tiffany's always in. Maybe she's using a theragun. She's always in the bedroom with the door shut. Yeah, and she's using sounds like really loud jackhammering. That's a oh, she's jerking off, dude. That's her. Uh, that's her thirty minutes. Yeah. That's her getaway for thirty minutes. I'm in the shower, high as fuck. In there, dude. <laughs> I'm you're, in the shower drinking fucking whey yeah. protein with collagen and powdered greens. And <laughs> my wife's using a yeah. Theragun as a new husband. Honking her donk, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they are cool. I mean, I say if you have the finances, like I've done it and I felt, I mean, it's, it's shocking how powerful and intense the feeling is, uh, that you get from them and like, you know, getting into like your shoulder, like I have a little bicep tendonitis. So being able to like get into that front part of my shoulder and, you know, work in the IT band and all that kind of stuff. Um, worth, will, worth checking out if it makes sense financially. I will I, I say, I haven't promote, heard, I'm sorry. I, I will say I haven't heard one person who bought it and said like, what a waste. Every person I know bought it, yeah. and granted, they could be rationalizing their purchase to me, but every single person I know that bought a Theragun kind of thing, they all dug it for what it was doing. It also I, depends, I though, because yeah. I, I have seen a bunch of people that have, and I ask them about it, but it's still kind of sitting in its box or whatever. It's just like oh, anything. Sure, it's like, yeah. oh, hey, you st- are you, how's that uh, How's that kettlebell? It's like, oh, I love it, man. It's heavy. It's like, I love it. I can't wait it? till the quarantine's over so I can never think about it again. Yeah. <laughs> I think for Sophie, though, who has been using this lacrosse ball, she's used to the discomfort from that kind of soft tissue stuff. So the gun, if it makes sense financially, I say go sure. for it. I don't, I haven't done enough research to promote you to, or to pitch you like a cheaper brand or recommend a cheaper brand, I should say. Pitch, promote, or recommend. Um, but yeah, worth looking into. Uh, red hands and H asks if anybody's ever tried cryotherapy. Both you guys have. I've tried it. Yeah, too. I have yet, Eugene. No, 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 no. I dug it. I did it. I did. Uh, I've never done like spot cryo, just like the full body three minute blast. No. I dug it. it. I, I like the feeling I felt being freezing cold. Like I like taking a cold shower or a hot sauna. Like I like the extremes. Yeah. I don't know. Met, like I, I couldn't track any metrics, but it, I did it after like a couple of long runs, like like the day after like nine mile runs and shit, or after a half, and it felt I felt good. It feels, but it could just be like the placebo effect of it feels good to just be cold for a few minutes, and then you're sure. like, yeah, you're and you feel, yeah. But they'll tell you like you're burning calories all day or something like that. Mm. I still. Have, if if this fucking business, the one by me, goes out of business in this quarantine, this is the most fucking first world problem ever. But I have like four left on my fucking, uh, like I paid for four more cryo sessions. And they haven't been open for like a month and a half. Sure, yeah. So That's if they close down, down, I'm about to I'm about to eat like 150 dollars worth <laughs> of fucking cryo. <laughs> uh, I I would say that um, I, I did enjoy it but it does feel a little like a luxury. I do. I felt more intense benefit from doing ice baths. Like it just staying colder for longer. Right. And we had Tony Cavallaro on last week and he talked about how he, uh, Oh, like, changed like a chest, like a, fr- a chest freezer, a, a refrigerated from- cold chest that he used, um, caulking on to make it water, t- to make it watertight and then created like his own cold plunge for like, and it cost him like 300 bucks. Which oh, I that's awesome! Kind of- I've seen some, I've seen some people online doing it in like big ass fish coolers. Yeah, so, you know, like like those big ass igloos <laughs> or yetis you buy. Like, oh yeah. Granted, like 
uh, people are all different sizes. So like you, you need a specific one. But also those, your, those, those, those uh, coolers are expensive as shit when they, when yeah. they start yeah. becoming that big. Yeah. But I'd imagine some people might already own them. Right. Like, yeah. For, for non cold punch purposes. They'll but smell I've seen like fish. Yeah. <laughs> but, I usually, I usually get a bunch of fish guns and blood <laughs> and I just fucking dunk myself in there and say, hey. scream. He is born again. As I walk out into the street, <laughs> fucking car hits me. <laughs> Open your mouth and get those omegas before you die. <laughs> uh, Owen Robertson says that there, in reference to the Theragun, there's a plug-in wall brand, W-A-H-L. They make like uh, clippers and stuff. Wall brand uh, for $40 from Amazon. It works great. Really? Oh, the issue is that you you can't bring it to the gym because it's got like a yeah, char- plug in. But if you're only, I'm only doing that shit. I'm not getting caught in like in public being like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> hammering your thigh. Oh, I'm so sore from lunges. Oh, your neighbor's like, what the fuck? Like, you got to do that shit in a fucking soundproof yeah. booth. Why is that thing up your ass? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did butt yesterday at the gym. Butts and buys. Owen Robertson also asked Gabrus, have you been feeling the benefits of the volcano vape on your health? I will say the volcano has been very helpful. Uh, I've been running a lot. I haven't been feeling any, but I, I don't smoke enough like flour, like joints to feel like get smokers cough or anything like that. But the volcano is, it's a nice, the ideal thing about it is I don't have to go outside to use it because my wife is working. So the house doesn't need to smell like pot all day while she works. I don't have to go outside to use it. So I don't have to interact with all my crazy, lonely uh, neighbors who probably can hear me through the open window. (laughs) 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 A lot of, a lot of people, I live in an apartment complex. So if you're out in the driveway, people start interacting with you because we're all a little lonely. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I'm not lonely enough to start talking to my fucking neighbors. (laughs) That's for sure. No, I'm friendly with all them, but refuse to be friends with any. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> well, Gabrus, man, we can't thank you enough for coming yeah, to dude. join us, dude. This was awesome. This was fun for me, dude. I'm so pumped. Um, expect tons of Eddie Hall links being sent to your phone in the next. Oh, I can't months. wait. I can't wait. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I still keep looking down at my phone just to look at that picture again and be like, Jesus, like, it just looks like an animal. <laughs> Yeah. Eugene had a major breakthrough on that. He's like, abs aren't made in the kitchen. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> Huge. That's uh, literally made in uh testosterone gym and some steroids, but and his yeah, dad's but, balls. Before yeah. we get out of here, real quick, is that like Stanger, is that just the benefit of having maybe you know 180 to 200 pounds of lean muscle mass on your body like if you start be, right? if you start eating clean and just getting your yeah. uh, numbers right your body's he's he's got to be burning 6000 calories just walking around at 400 yeah, pounds i mean well yeah totally and you'll see like those guys that like the olympia guys are limited in what cardio they do for competition they'll start doing their and they walk on an incline for like an hour they don't yeah. have to do anything hardcore because they're they're their machines are just so big that they're like, they're ripping into that body fat. Yeah. No problem. It just burns so many calories just to exist. Well, I mean, it's Um, this, it's the sense of like, you seeing any of those, you see any of those huge muscular heavyweights in the UFC or in like, especially in like kickboxing, you see those real, real muscle bound dudes after the first round, they're spent. It doesn't matter how well built they are. Their muscles have just taken over. Yeah. Cardio shape. It's all different, you know? And so those, and that just helps you achieve like an even higher level of leanness too, outside of whatever drugs they're taking. Uh, just right. having that much lean tissue 
allows you to like rip through adipose tissue like it's no business. Like it's no business, like it's nobody's business. Nobody's business, like show buddy's business. <laughs> Big rise fatigued from talking yeah. for an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> no, yeah, it makes sense. I'm exhausted from doing my one thing today. I better <laughs> fucking get high and veg out after this. It is 4 p.m. after all. Yeah. Um, what, uh, so give us some uh, links to things that you're doing, Gabriel, so that people can watch at home. And Sure. I'm, I'm at Gabriel on all social media, and uh, I, I always plug that on podcasts, but in all honesty, I've actually been tweeting and Instagramming. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the one the behavior I've added in the quarantine is the one I've been trying to limit outside of the quarantine. <laughs> I've been doing more phone and social media. Um, getting Really turning a corner. Uh, but also check out my podcast, Hi and Mighty. These guys have both been guests before. And mm-hmm. I have a podcast with uh, um, the talent behind Dumbbells, Ryan Stanger. Sure, sure. And, and Ben Rogers called Action Boys. Cost, it costs money to listen to, so I totally get now in the quarantine, you don't want to pay for that. But we got like six or seven free episodes listed on the, the Patreon page. Click on those links, check them out there. And and soon to get Eugene on as a guest, if we can we can get the timing right. Uh, as, soon as, as soon as Eugene, uh, when he learns that it is not, it is for at least two hours and a, two and a half hours <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> talking about a single movie. He's like, oh, okay, yeah. So like, and uh, all right, well, well, we should talk more. <laughs> Eugene does work and have a family, so. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the Action Boys Venn diagram is like, some of us don't work but have a family, some of us work but have no family, and then some of us are neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Well, uh, hey, so we want to thank everybody out there on the live feed for hanging oh, yeah. out and asking questions. Uh, we'll be back here 2.30 next week. Yeah. And uh, if you have a question for us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> If you want to reach out to us, you can on all social media at the dumbbells. If you want to uh, email us, you can do so at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And on behalf of myself <laughs> and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, John Gabris, doing some hammer curls as we speak. The first thing that Bloodshot does when he finds out he has powers, uh, we would like to remind everybody to, to that's out there listening right now to train dirty. Be clean. Be clean. Live in between. Yeah, baby. Twixt. That was a headgum podcast.